today I want to talk about um, right behaviour and a life of meaning. Everyone talks about doing the right thing, yet few of us really do it. There's an irresistible pull towards the known, safety and habitual patterns of reaction which tend to reign supreme when we're in a challenging situation. And it's all encased in fear, nothing else exists despite the other names we give to it. And then we justify this avoidance, the opportunity, as if it was the right thing to do. Too scared to admit, we went with the easy choice. The feeling of fear faced us down. The easy choice avoids conflict, feeds our own ego, keeps us where we are. It keeps us afraid and pleases those we shouldn't and utterly destroys our own potential as a complete human being. And then part of us sighs with relief at our fake forced niceness or by our repeated controlling behaviour over others. While another part of us silently screams in protest with the power that reverberates throughout every cell in our body. No one knows how scared I really am, we say, or at least I'm still liked, at least I'm still in control, is the reasoning we comfort ourselves with. Yet the suffering that reigns upon us from our own knowing is far worse than any external judgment. Our own judgment towards ourselves is merciless because it contains the undeniable truth that only cowards try and deny. That's the part that really hurts, yet it's there to offer salvation, uh, transformation and a greater experience of life. Truth cuts deeper and more accurate than any surgical incision and is designed to never leave us. Once implanted into our consciousness, it demands attention that if ignored is capable of creating immense physical and mental pain. Whilst we may talk and analyse the consequences of doing the right thing, instead of admit the immense fear that stops us, we miss the consequences of not doing the right thing in favour of being nice or grasp at being in control. What we feel we lose by doing the right thing is insignificant compared to its re repeated avoidance. But the consequences of being nice or controlling eventually slip into cowardice and obedience, leaving the most terrible unseen scars that can burn for a whole lifetime. I know this and I've seen it firsthand. As a boy, anybody that knows my story would, would uh, re remember me speaking about how some of the men in my family were, were wife beaters and, and child abusers. And I remember some of the women in the family became as manipulative and scheming as the men. But all of them paid the price later in life, when they couldn't escape from themselves and the choice they had ignored. The consequence of not doing the right thing can be terrible, and yet it's still downplayed, dismissed and avoided, especially in today's society where courage is out of fashion and fragility is prevalent. And people may ask, how do I know it's the right thing to do? And there's a saying in the, the, the Japanese samurai philosophy of Bushido, it's the way of the warrior, and it says, warriors are responsible for everything that they have done 
and everything they have said and all the consequences that follow. They are immensely loyal to those in their care. For everyone they are responsible for, they remain fiercely true. And it is here we see that doing the right thing is entwined with personal responsibility and positively acting in the interest of others over oneself. I remember once, um, a few years back, I did a talk at a health and wellbeing show, and a lady came up to me afterwards. And she was very, very honest, because she said to me, I loved your talk and would love to implement the values and the, the seven courages I'd, I described on stage. But she said, I feel if I were to follow this, it would damage my marriage. She went on to say that her husband was controlling and at times bullying, but that's how the marriage worked. And yet I could see she wanted to break free. And I loved her honesty. But I told her that she's looking at, looking at the whole thing the wrong way and to look at the consequences of not breaking free and how by challenging his weakness of needing control, she would also be serving him. Too many men now have backbones stooped over looking down and pretending it's normal. And avoiding doing the right thing is a dead life. It's a dead experience, a prison cell of suffering. And it's in this moment that something will become clear. The choices we thought we had were an illusion. There was only one choice. And if this single choice is repeatedly ignored, it will rip out the energy of the heart and soul of a man until those around him will look upon him and say, in that body was once a man, yet he has died by starving his heart and soul. And the heart and soul of anyone is fed through hope, integrity, compassion, courage, faith, and a reason to live. And the reason to live is always bigger than oneself. And everyone is here, I believe, to make a contribution to the world in some way. The selfish and the self-serving cannot access right behaviour. And they will eventually reap what they sow. And this disconnected, separating form of behaviour will eventually lead to a very real isolation where people move away from them or detach themselves from them emotionally, even when they're in their presence. Innate heartfelt virtues are cultivated in right behaviour, or starved by the absence of it. What appears to be a choice isn't one. We all have the capability to deny our own destiny by ignoring doing the right thing. So no longer should we speak of the consequences of doing the right thing, but instead only speak of the consequences of not doing what we know we should. For it is in reality a choiceless path. It is the way to a life of meaning. Thank you for listening. For more information, go to www.simonlee.online.